on this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast. Yeah. I was surprised to learn that there aren't a ton of books like this out there already. Mm-hmm. And I think I was mainly surprised because this is my wheelhouse, right? So, I mean, I haven't really looked for a lot of books like this. Right. But um, I was surprised to find that there weren't many options or resources out there for people who are going through this or think that they're about to have to start going through this process. It's really a huge leap and a big decision, and there are a lot of moving parts, and it's so important that you have the right information. Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal, and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life, real-time issues, and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging. That's right. This is the Answers on Aging podcast, and my name is Todd Watley, and as always, we are very thankful that you have chosen to download our podcast and we're just very thankful. And I am always here with my co-host, Sarah Scott. Hey, Todd Watley, and welcome everybody to the Answers on Aging podcast. And we've used each episode to answer a lot of different questions. Sometimes there are a lot of questions within one episode, and other times there are, you know, just there, there's one big question that has a lot of small parts in order to give you the best answer. Today, we're going to be answering the question, is there a resource that will help me find a long-term care facility for my loved one? And we are so <laughs> proud and excited to answer yes. Yes. In fact, there is. In fact, there is. And this came about because we get asked that question all the time. Yeah. And people were like, can you put something in writing? Are there questions we need to be asking? Are there things we need to be looking for? What's that website again? Yeah. Just constantly. And so we started writing this down and we wrote more stuff down and we wrote more stuff down. (laughs) And after about eight or 10 pages, I was like, you know, I think this could be a book. Yeah. Yeah. And so we elaborated. We didn't elaborate too much, but yeah, we have written a book and the name of that book is Conquering the Maze of Long-Term Care for Your Loved One. And the subtitle is How to Find the Right Assisted Living Community or Nursing Home. Yeah, we are really excited. I mean, we wrote the book on this. (laughs) Technically, I was surprised to learn that there aren't a ton of books like this out there already. Mm -hmm. And I think I was mainly surprised because this is my wheelhouse, right? So, I mean, I haven't really looked for a lot of books like this, but um, I was surprised to find that there weren't many options or resources out there for people who are going through this or think that they're about to have to start going through this process. It's really a huge leap and a big decision. And there are a lot of moving parts. 
And it's so important that you have the right information Mm -hmm. and now you can get it. Right. And so for those of you who are possibly going back through this a second time to get the link, if you didn't get it the first time, it's always in the show notes. But if you're listening, I want to put this out there early is the website is our podcast website, answersonagingpodcast.com. You can just go to that page and and in the upper right-hand corner, it mentions the book. Uh-huh. Click on that, and it will take you to a page that talks about the book. There's a link there that you can click on, mm-hmm. and then it takes you to the page where mm-hmm. you can buy it. Yeah, and right now, it's just in ebook form. However, we are in the process of getting the paper version mm-hmm. available for you. Um, so stay tuned to get that information. We'll be sure and let everyone know when it's ready. Um, but we could not be more excited about this new book and really want to help as many people as we possibly can. That's the whole reason we do this podcast. That's the whole reason we do our radio show. And um, so we like putting resources out there to help our seniors and their caregivers through the process of aging, no matter what that looks like for you specifically. One fun thing I thought um, I wanted to mention about the book is that, you know, Todd and I have very different educational backgrounds and work experience. And so sometimes we have differing opinions on how things should be carried out or how you should approach it or think about it. And we're both right. Mm-hmm. I think we both have sure. really good opinions and ideas, but they're not always the same. And so we've taken the liberty to let each one of us. Well, it it give- started out, we're like, no, it should be this. And yeah. she's like, but no, it should be this. And I was like, but no, it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we were like, Let's just put them both out yeah. there. Yeah, so, yeah. So we did. So yeah. there's, you know, on on certain topics or questions, we're like, Todd says to do this, and Sarah <laughs> says to do this, and you get to pick which one works best for sure. your situation, but um, you get the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So <laughs> if, if you do want a written copy, I would say just go ahead and just email us. Yeah. And this is frustrating because I can't get, I don't have access to the AnswersOnAging.com website. And so therefore our emails can't be AnswersOnAging. It could be AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. I just think no one so wants long. to type. It's just yeah. so long. So anyway, um, we get email through my office website. And mm-hmm. so it is Sarah, S-A-R-A-S, which stands for Scott, at ToddWatleyPA.com, or you can email me, Todd, at ToddWatleyPA.com. Mm-hmm. Email us and we and say, we want a written copy of the book. Yeah. We'll send you a link to pay for it, and then we'll we'll ship it out to you. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you hear this, just go ahead and email us. And if it's not in just yet, we'll... We'll let you know, but we'll get that out to you really quick. We will. And another thing, you get some bonuses Mm -hmm. whenever you purchase the book. And so because Todd and I are so just die hard, want to help as many people as we can, um, and also want to try to sell a book or two, Mm -hmm. we have um, decided to offer a free consultation Mm -hmm. to the first several purchasers of the book. Um and 
you kind of have a, I don't know, an outlier or a, a dangler out there wondering like, okay, well, how many people can we really do this with as time allows? But we're going to do it as long as we can. Um, and if we, you know. So be I'll, early. Yeah, be, be early. early. If you want to do that. But be yeah, early. I mean, it'll um, be with. One or both of us, we're right. not sure, de- depending on our, our schedule. But yeah, I mean, if you get the book, read through it, and it's like, well, I still have questions about mm-hmm. this, give us a call. Yeah. Email us, and we'll we'll set up either a phone or video, and mm-hmm. you know, we'll talk to you. And as you read the book, and if you've listened to probably more than one or two podcasts, you know, my biggest thing is powers of attorney. Yes. You have to have powers of attorney and I am supplying you my handout that talks about the nine powers that need to be in your power of attorney. So that's a bonus. That's Let's bonus. talk about the book. So okay. we're super excited. Yes. So chapter one, and we just, we go chronologically. It's like the first thing you're going to do is when should I be looking for a long-term care facility? And mm-hmm. that's that's chapter one. That's chapter one. You got to start in the beginning. And so whenever we're asking that question too many times, y'all, it's because it's too late and it should have been done two years ago or last week. And so we give you in the book little tips or indications that it is time to be choosing a facility. Yeah. And um, it specific can be things very that specific happen. incidences or occurrences that are going to come up along the way that should tell you this is a red flag waving. And on that flag, it says, go pick a facility. Get started. Get it going. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, we we tell you, if you see these things, this is your sign. And so many people look past that. They're like, Mm. well, mom's just, she's just having a bad day. Or, you know, that new medication or, you know, whatever, she's not feeling well. No, those are signs that it's coming. Right. It may not be here today. Mm-hmm. And this is, you can do this in two days. You can. But it's so much better if you do it over two months. Mm-hmm. You know, start spreading this out and looking. And we talk about in the book, you can actually get on it. Once you've gone through this process, but mom's not ready, get on the waiting list. Yeah. Tell yeah. them, hey, we want to be on the waiting list. So when a bed comes open, call us. You don't have to take it. No, no, you don't. But if mom's ready and if this bed is ready, you're at the facility that you want to be at mm-hmm. rather than saying, oh, no, mom's mom needs nursing home care tomorrow. And the place we had looked at is full. Right. We, we've got to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So by doing this, planning ahead is always better than crisis. Absolutely. And especially when you or your parents are a married couple and you've got the well spouse who is the primary and sole caregiver of the not well spouse, Mm -hmm. that well spouse a lot of times is going to pass away before the not well spouse because they have neglected their own condition, their own health, their own needs. And it, it turns tragic really quickly when that person either has a major diagnosis like a stroke or a heart attack or just suddenly passes away and mom's stranded with nobody to take care of her. Mm -hmm. Well, if you know that that is the situation you're in or that your parents are in, then that is another indicator that you need to have a plan in place for when or if the well spouse passes or has a major medical event before the not well spouse passes away. 
Um, so don't think, oh, well, mom and dad are living together and he takes good care of her or vice versa and, and we'll, we'll be fine. No, have a plan in place. Yep. Chapter two is how to determine the right level of care. And that is probably the most common question. Mm -hmm. People are very confused between the levels of care. Mm -hmm. We've done a series of podcast on that so if you want more details on that but in this book we again Sarah did a really good job of laying out here are here are things that if you see this this is the level of care and Mm -hmm. she explains in a very conversational format how each of these levels work Mm -hmm. yeah it's really common for me to be working with clients and they say rest home as a you know, broad term for independent living, living independent nursing home, yeah. all of it. Aren't they all rest homes? Well, I mean, I guess they could be, but there are a lot of very distinguishing differences between each level. And so in chapter two, we help give you some information to apply to your situation to help make that determination as to what the most appropriate level of care is. And I will say that when you're determining that level of care, you need to involve the facilities or a care manager, care navigator, as much as you can, because they are going to be looking at things and asking questions that you as the family member are just completely oblivious to. And it's not because you're an idiot. It's because you didn't even know that that thing mattered, you know? Probably one of the biggest um, issues I see is particularly here where we live, they've built a bunch of assisted living facilities and they're beautiful. Yeah. I mean, they're, they've spent a lot of money on a big fireplace and they're very nice. And people go visit that and they're like, I love this place. This is beautiful. This would be great for mom. And then they, you know, they're invested in this place. They love it. They, they sell it to mom and then they show up with mom and they're like, oh, we can't take care of her. She needs a nursing home. Yeah. You know, she is beyond our level of care. Mm-hmm. She needs to go somewhere else. And you're like, but, but we want her here. Yeah. And they're like, we can't have her here. Mm-hmm. And so that's a huge, you know, bump in the I mean that's a cliff basically it's like well crud we got to start all over again so we help you figure out what level of care can we be looking at and the lower level of care is cheaper you know and so you don't want to go too cheap because they're they're are too low because they'll say, no, she, she needs a higher level. But then again, you may be looking at a higher level when a lower level will fit your needs mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. doesn't cost as much. And, and so that can be very confusing. We address that in the book. We sure do. So then chapter three is how do you narrow down your list? Okay. So now, you know, it's time to be looking for a facility. You've learned how to choose the right level, but now it's like, how do I actually narrow that list down to one or two? There's 26 options out there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's the process look like for that? And then how do I know I'm making the best choice? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, isn't that really what it's all about is making the best choice for mom. So, um, we walk you through, you know, how to narrow down that list once you know which list to be looking at yeah, and um, hopefully guide you to making the best decision for mom. And I think step one will surprise you. It will. It's, yeah. it's determine the phys, the physical radius. Mm-hmm. 
it is crucial, and people don't realize this going yeah. into it, but it is crucial that families be involved. Mm-hmm. And Sarah goes into this in this section to say the level of treatment that you get is directly dependent on family visitation. Mm-hmm. And if you, you find this really great home or Betty at the beauty shop says, oh, you need this nursing home. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I've had clients there. Everybody loves it. But it's 25 miles from your home. You're not going to drop by. Mm-mm. You're not going to go visit. Mm-mm. And that will be detrimental. Even in the best of nursing homes, yeah, yeah. it's going to be detrimental that you don't stop and visit. You've got to find one that the family who is going to go visit will go visit. That's right. That's right. And if there is no family within the same state or, you know, miles and miles away, um, there are also different options, usually in most communities, that you can hire people, mm-hmm. you know, to go check in on mom or go attend a care plan meeting or anything like that so that you still at least, if it can't be your eyes seeing and your boots on the ground, you can at least hire somebody to do that for you. Yeah. And so we go through all the other steps of, you know, there is a list out there. We, Mm -hmm. we tell you where to go find all the nursing homes in that five mile radius, 10 mile radius of where you are. Mm -hmm. And so we, I think we give you everything you need to know on that. Absolutely. Chapter four is, okay, so now I've found all these homes, these five homes rather than 26 homes Mm -hmm. in my radius. Now I just drive by them, they're buildings, and I'm assuming they're in compliance because they're open, but which one's best? Right. And that's hard to know. It is. Yeah, it's really hard. You've already done all this work, and now you've got to pick the best one, and it's like, man... There are a lot of questions that you need to ask. There's still a lot of information that could help you choose the best one. And that's exactly what this chapter mm-hmm. covers and how to, from when to tour, how many times to tour, to what questions you need to ask, what do you need to look for, all of it. This was our first big roadblock to say, no, you should do it this way. And Sarah's like, no, you do it this way. And I was like, okay, let's just present both. And and so we tell you how to go visit and when to go visit. Mm -hmm. I mean, specifically, and Sarah did a fantastic job of giving you 20 questions to Mm -hmm. ask once you show up. When you go visit, Uh walk in with these questions and it's going to surprise them because they're going to, you know, most people show up and they know that they know nothing about the nursing home. We can, you know, tell them what we want to tell them and probably answer a few minor questions. But when you walk in with this list, they're, they're going to respect you and say, this person's done their research. Who have you been talking to? Yeah, who have you been talking to? Because you're asking very pointed questions Mm -hmm. on things that the general public generally doesn't know. Yeah. And as a nursing home administrator, she knows the questions to ask and the rocks to look under to make sure that you get answers that can um, present problems. Right. It's like, oh, this is a problem Uh that I I would not have known that had I not asked this question. Right. And when you're in that process asking these questions, you're probably going to catch on or the, the person showing you around the facility will catch on that you're getting this information and these questions from somebody who's been in 
the facilities before and maybe knows a thing or two. And don't shy away from that. Embrace it. You know, say, these are the questions that I was given to ask. And hopefully in the process of question and answers, you'll think of other questions based on the answers that you get that are more specific to your loved one's care. For example, when you're asking about, you know, questions about their dietary um, services and their meal services. Um, if your mom is a diabetic, that will trigger you to say, oh yeah, by the way, what kind of food or substitutes do y'all offer for diabetics? If it's a lower level of care, oftentimes they'll say, well, we provide X, Y, and Z. Anything outside of that will have to be brought in by the family. And so then you'll know from that question that you're going to be responsible for getting those sugar-free ding-dongs or ice cream sandwiches or whatever, you know, mom or dad really likes and matters to them a lot, keeps them real happy. So, um, yeah, hopefully that list of questions will help kind of spur on newer questions that make it a little more specific to your loved one's situation. Yeah, and since this is probably the first time that you've ever been in a nursing home, you're going to see things going on and you'll be like, well, is that normal? Is that way? Should that be happening or yeah. should that not be happening? We do a list. Sarah did a list. Things you should ob- observe happening are, and there's about what, eight of them? Yeah. And then you things should you not. should not observe happening. <laughs> if this is happening, number one, if the nurse is eating at the nurse's station, <laughs> she should be fired. <laughs> well, if she did, please do not right up. Verbal warnings are yeah. always good to start with. <laughs> okay. It's a chronic event. That was one of Sarah's <laughs> big, big things. Okay. Chapter five. Chapter five. Then, so we've done all this work. Now it's time to admit mom. So mm-hmm. that admission process is a lengthy one, uh, but you're almost done, right, with all the homework and all the research. So you're getting ready to admit mom to the facility. There's a lot to that. There's a lot of information that you need to be aware of on the front end. There's some things you're going to learn in that process, and we go through that with you as well. The first sentence of this chapter is to say, quote, there's going to be some paperwork, end quote, is an understatement. There is more paperwork, and you're just sitting there going, my God, what's all this saying? Mm -hmm. And so we don't go through it sheet by sheet, but we give you some very important things that you need to be looking for and things that you may think you have to sign Mm -hmm. that you don't have to sign. And and we explain to you from our side of it, not the nursing home, you know, the nursing home said, oh, you know, this is just routine, Mm -hmm. just initial here, sign here, when you don't have to sign it. And you need to understand what you're signing can be an extremely expensive mistake on your behalf not mom's on your behalf Mm -hmm. if you're the one signing her in so we go through that and that step right there that recommendation can save you heartache and money big time money yeah a lot of both of those for sure one um memory that is just like ingrained in my head is whenever I was learning the ropes of becoming an administrator was that um, I was told by a member of our corporate office, if you can ever get them to sign as guarantor, 
do it. Mm-hmm. Always push for them to sign as guarantor. And I'm like, but if it's, why? I mean, I know what that means, but why would you want somebody's kid to have to be on the hook financially for mom's nursing home bill? And their response without missing a beat was, well, we're going to get paid and it's better than not getting paid by anybody. And I just thought, well, that's just slimy. That is just slimy to think I'm not going to really explain unless you ask questions what this line means if you sign it Mm -hmm. versus the other one. So why don't you just sign the one that guarantees we're getting paid? And it just, oh my gosh, it got all over me. Yeah. And that is, that was my point was this one section, they're like, oh, that's just routine. Mm -hmm. But when you sign as guarantor, you're guaranteeing that the nursing home will get paid. Yeah. And it doesn't say with whose money. It just says that I personally am guaranteeing payment. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't say with mom's money. It doesn't say with anybody's money. It just says money. And if it's not mom's money, it's got to come from somewhere. And I've done lawsuits. I mean, Mm -hmm. my family members have been sued by the nursing home for payment. And they're like, but wait a second. I've got to pay for mom's nursing home care out of my money? Yeah. You do now since you signed right there. Had you not signed there, I could say, sorry, mom's broke, and that's all that agreed to pay this. But you signed that, and you're on the hook. And mm-hmm. so this, our book explains that, goes through it, tells you where to find it. So, yeah, it can save you a ton of money. And yeah. personal items are oh, something yeah. that you might like, oh, mom's wedding ring. She loves her wedding ring, and so we can't send her to the nursing home without her wedding ring. Well, two hmm. days later, it may be gone. Yeah, I and, know. That's, yeah. that's a tricky one. Jewelry is always a tricky one. Electronics or family heirlooms. It may not be as super valuable like on the market to sell, but it might be something incredibly valuable to you and your family mm-hmm. that might be a cute little trinket or a soap dish that... You know, we stick our watch in at night or something, just very small, Mm -hmm. but things come up missing. And what's important to do is to just avoid that whole scenario together by not taking those items into the facility. Now, you can, and I do recommend, especially for women who are always, you know, wearing their wedding bands or men who have always worn a watch, you can buy replacements that are not as valuable pretty easily out there. There are a lot of knockoffs. So just keep that in mind and, um, yeah, take care of mom's stuff and don't put that temptation in front of the staff either. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're background checked, but temptation is huge. So another thing, just a teaser here is the first week in the nursing home. Should Mm -hmm. you visit or should you not? Read our book and find out. Sometimes you should and sometimes you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. All right. Chapter six, paying for long-term care. This is, you know, this is my big thing. This is what I do as a living is help people pay for long-term care. And we go into all of the different payment sources. Yes. And I don't go into deep detail because that's going to be our next book. That'll be a whole book in itself. A whole book in itself. But I do talk about it and I do make sure that you understand what Medicare pays for, Medicaid pays for. I alert you to some VA benefits. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of information there and um, how to get the help that you need so that mom can get this care or dad. And 
not lose everything. Exactly. I mean, what I do every day is I help families with hundreds of thousands of dollars get the care they need and not lose everything. And we get them on Medicaid. And so other attorneys like me can do that. And we give you the resources for that. Yeah, Todd did a great job in making it understandable for just any person picking up a book, going through this, I know it might sound kind of intimidating and a little complicated. It is very complicated, but Todd does a great job of simplifying it so that just, you know, anybody you're talking to on the streets can understand it enough to kind of have an idea of what option best applies to their situation. And then you go see the elder law attorney. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think a chapter that will surprise you, and I was actually surprised until I met Sarah and how to do this, because the way I deal with it is not appropriate. You know, (laughs) as an attorney, I'm like, okay, we'll we'll see you. So chapter seven is what to do when there's a problem. Yeah. Things don't always go well. You get in there and somebody messes up or there's something that your expectation is not being met and there's tension and there's problems. How do you deal with that? Well, very delicately, but you've got to deal with it head on and you can't sweep it under because um, mom's still going to be in the nursing home. Dad's still going to be in the assisted living. These issues are still going to go on and on and they're going to grow and they're going to get worse. So we give you the steps to take when there's an issue, Mm -hmm. how to approach it, some tips on, you know, things to help cover your bases. Um, but you know, we just, we want to make sure that you're not afraid to speak up when there's an issue and that you're not in fear of your loved one in the care facility getting retaliated against and, or not receiving enough care or maybe the problem getting worse. I mean, there are a lot of reasons why people choose not to address issues, um, not just because it's a difficult conversation, but you know, the list could go on and on. We let you know how to do that in the best way so that hopefully the outcomes are better and mom gets the care she needs and you can sleep a little bit better at night. So that's the book. I think we go from start to finish and, um, and the price of the book is fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have never asked you to give us money for anything. Mm-hmm. We have never made a dime off of this, and so this is our first, you know, ask. Yeah, and it's something that I think you can need. You mm-hmm. know, that you you need to do. And if you know someone going through this, we would ask that you get the book and give it to them. And so again, it's answersonagingpodcast.com. dot com. Just go to our website. In the menu on the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a reference to the book. Click on that, and then you can go to the page, and it will show you exactly where to go. And we would appreciate you getting the book. And I think you'll mm-hmm. appreciate it because, like we said, it will save you money. It just gives you step-by-step process of how to do this the best way possible to make you an informed consumer and truly get the care that you need and hopefully not lose everything. That's right. So please check it out. Get the book. Let other people know about it too. And as always, please keep listening. We are so happy to be gaining traction with more downloads and helping more people. And we couldn't do that without somebody out there talking about this great podcast besides just the two of us. So thank y'all and keep up the good work. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy-to-find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please, let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family. 